The date is November 16, 1967. This is the dedication ceremony for the historical marker honoring Judge Zachary Taylor Fulmore. The ceremony is taking place at the east entrance of the Travis County Courthouse. Reverend Frank D. Walker will give the invocation. Let us all pray. Almighty God, our Father, we lift up our hearts to you, invoking your blessing and benediction upon our gathering. You have made us one in our need of you, one in our desire for your fellowship, one in our common hope of life everlasting. Now we pray that you would unite us in the holy communion of prayer. Grant to us the humility to be truly thankful for your servants who established on these shores the church and this nation. We are grateful for their courage and perseverance, their fidelity to truth and justice. We pray that we who have entered into the heritage of their sacrifice may so honor their memory and so preserve their high purpose that the church and nation which they founded may stand in all coming years for truth and righteousness and peace through Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours. Amen. Before introducing our speaker, I would like to read several telegrams that the family received. My thoughts are with you and all the members of our family on this very proud occasion, but Texas does honor to Judge Fulmore, who left such a lasting mark on education in our state, Elizabeth Carpenter. Intercontinental congratulations to you and to the most honorable company gathered for this historic occasion. Paul Serhard, Illustrate Protestant. Regrets cannot attend dedication of marker honoring Judge Fulmore, Mr. and Mrs. Charles Crozier. Dr. Dorman Winfrey, the director of the Texas State Library, will give the address. Dr. Winfrey. This afternoon, for a few moments, we pause to reflect on the career of Zachary Taylor Fulmore. And it is appropriate that we gather at this courthouse for the distinguished juries spent many hours in a similar atmosphere. The architectural features here in Travis County have changed, but the ideals of justice and freedom remain the same as in his day. Z.T. Fulmore was born in North Carolina on November 11, 1846, 
and he died in Texas on June 22nd, 1923. And in more than 75 years between, he devoted a majority of his life to public service here in the state of Texas. Throughout his active life, Fulmore was dedicated to the tradition of education, to justice and the protection of the law, and to the disciplines of history and literature. It is the kind of spirit that created what is the finest in the achievements of our state and will help to preserve the quality of our life for future generations. A descendant of early Pennsylvania Quakers, Fulmore grew up in North Carolina amid the controversy over slavery and the destiny of the southern states. He attended the schools there, departing them one after another as their faculties resigned to join the Confederacy. And then in 1864, following the examples of his instructors, he too left for the front enlisting as a private in Company D, 1st Battalion of North Carolina Artillery. The next year he was taken a prisoner and held until the end of the war. And following his release, he resumed his education at the University of Virginia, where he studied law. In 1870, Fulmore moved to Texas, the state which was to offer the greatest opportunity for the expression of his talents. He settled here in Austin and made this capital the home of his legal offices. In 1877, he married Miss Luella Robertson, the daughter of General E.S.C. Robertson, the prominent Texan in political and military activities during the Republic and the Confederacy. Mrs. Fulmore died in 1909 after a full life devoted to the rearing of a family of five and supporting her husband's endeavors for over 30 years. Fulmore served as county judge of this county between 1880 and 1886, and during his service here, he led in the establishment of City County Hospital and in the attempt to place county finances on a stable basis. In recognition for his concern for the principles of law, as well as his eminently successful practice, Governor Hogg in 1891 appointed Fulmore one of three commissioners charged with the responsibility of revising and codifying the laws of this state. And their work marked a major milestone in Texas legal history. Unsatisfied to rest on the achievements of his profession alone, Fulmore distinguished himself not only in his support of legal progress, but in education and in history as well. The sense of social responsibility of which law is a natural product was a feature of every aspect of Fulmore's life. He was particularly interested in the work of the Confederate Home for Men, one of the institutions attempting to provide services for the veterans of the Civil War. 
and from 1903 to 1905, he was the chairman of the Board of Managers. In his youth, Fulmore had studied literature as well as law, and in his later years, he returned to this early love, uniting it with his interest in history. Though not a professional historian or author, this man earned a wide reputation for the high quality of his writing as the thorough scholarship which stood behind him. He produced several works, including articles for the Southwestern Historical Quarterly and for naturally published geographical texts, as well as highly respected maps of Texas during the colonial and republic periods. It was natural that Fulmore's chief historical interest should be Texas. He particularly became interested in Texas counties and the origins of their names, making a thorough study of the subject and publishing articles on his discoveries. And in 1915, he published the work which has given him his greatest reputation as a Texas historian, The History and Geography of Texas as Told in County Names. Fulmore had a strong sense of the significance of the history of towns, counties, and states, and of the necessity for preserving their heritage. Those of us here today, as modest champions of preserving the remains of local history, owe this man a special debt of gratitude, for he was the pioneer in the province of the local historian. His interest in history led him to join with others of a similar inclination throughout this state to organize the Texas State Historical Association, which he served in various capacities. And I think it is most appropriate that the Historical Association be one of the sponsors of this event this afternoon. In addition to Fulmore's contrib contributions to the pages of the association's quarterly, he was also a member of its executive council and publications committee, and he served as president of the organization from 1913 to 1915. A final subject in which Fulmore took a deep interest was education. He belonged to a long American tradition of faith in education and a belief that it should be the right of every American child. For 17 years, Fulmore served as a member of the school board here in Austin, helping to establish the first free public education here and the first adult and vocational system in this state. He was especially interested in ensuring that those who because of financial or other handicaps might be deprived of the opportunity of an education should be protected by the state. In 1875, he was appointed by Governor Richard Koch to the position of trustee for the institution of the blind in Austin, now the Texas School for the Blind. And later he served as chairman of its board of trustees.
1887, Governor Ross appointed him one of three commissioners to select the site for an institution of learning for the deaf, dumb, and blind colored youth of the state and to organize the school. Fulmore's life, like others before him, will lose their meaning if we forget their efforts. The past is important only as it gives meaning to the present. And if by our neglect of what they tried to accomplish, we cause our present to deny their past, the loss will be ours alone. The measure of a people can be taken from those whom they honor, and it is therefore heartening that the citizens have gathered here this afternoon to dedicate this marker. Zachary Taylor Fulmore himself needs no such monument because his work is reflected in the continued progress of Texas education, in the unceasing betterment of her legal system, and in the ever-growing number of local historians throughout this state. Thank you. address. It's very fitting that uh, Mrs. Mary Jo Carroll, the chairman of the Travis County Historical <coughs> Survey Committee and the wife of the late director of the Texas Historical Association, should make the presentation of the certificate uh, this afternoon. Mrs. Carroll. Lovely. Friends. On behalf of the Travis County uh, Historical Survey Committee, it is a pleasure to welcome all of you here to tell you how happy we are that you could come to be with us on this occasion. But most of all, <clears throat> I feel that it is my deep pleasure to thank Mrs. Harley and Miss Harley for coming down from Washington to make this occasion for us. Uh, they have contributed tremendously in helping Travis County to erect this marker to father and grandfather. And uh, there is little that we can do to say thank you. But I do have the certificate showing the Zachary Taylor uh, Fulmore marker as a recorded historical landmark, which I will now present to uh, Fulmore's daughter, Mrs. Harley.
delights of such an occasion is the fact that it brings members of a family together. And I want to introduce some descendants of Judge Fulmore here, who are here this afternoon. And this is Emma Jean Harrison, another daughter of Judge Fulmore, Mrs. Harrison. <laughs> Colonel Grady H. Harrison, a grandson of Judge Fulmore. This is John Jervie, a granddaughter of Judge Fulmore. And uh, certainly one of the very delightful guests here this evening, and I think the woman who did all of the work, Mrs. Miss Ella Fulmore Harley. A great grandson of Judge Fulmore is here. Mr. Richard Mayer. Richard is a student at the University of Texas, so we're very happy that you're here. And a great-granddaughter of Judge Fulmore, Mrs. Richard Vilbin. Ms. Vilbin. Another grandson of uh, Judge Fulmore, Sterling Fulmore, who is on duty with the military in Corpus Christi. He's not with us this afternoon. Judge Fulmore was very interested in education, and it's very appropriate that a school named after him should honor us with some music this afternoon.
you for that very beautiful benediction. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for this afternoon.